I am once again running on caffeine in a dream. Okay. That's the end of that sentence. I'm just putting that out there. Ooh, moving the camera. How exciting. Well, because I keep slouching further and further. Somehow. (laughs) I hate when when I'm like this far down in the frame. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I've said this already, but it continues to be so over. Yes. They're officially filming the final season of What We Do in the Shadows. (laughs) The beginning of the end has started, and I don't like it at all. Yeah, but I mean, I think we talked about this last week, right? So I'm repeating myself. I know, it had to end at some point, but I still don't want it to. I know, but I think that they, um, I I think they chose a good time, to be honest, you know? Like, if they'd given me a choice, stop now or keep going, I would have said, yeah, just keep going, you know? But well, yeah. Still, I think it's a, it's a good choice of time, um, because the show was, like, just starting to get popular, I think? Like, people were actually starting to talk about it, hmm. and they were like, this is the moment. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I d- And this is maybe kind of odd coming from me because I wasn't necessarily a fully formed adult with opinions by the time that this was already sort of well established, but TV needs to come back. Like, I don't like this whole, like, I love a good sort of, you know, prestige miniseries or whatever, like Chernobyl, Mm -hmm. one of my all-time favorites. I love shit like that. But this whole thing where you get, like, five to eight episodes, maybe ten if you're really lucky, every, yeah. like, two to three years. This ha- It has to stop. Yeah, it's, it's incredible, especially if you look at some of the, like, the broadcast series from years past. There would be, like, 28 episodes in a 28 season. 28 episodes in a season once a year. Yeah. Like, incredible. Like, Bring do you know how do you know how many episodes there are of Law and Order SVU? Yeah, like, there's so many episodes of The X-Files, for example. Yeah. It's just like, bring it back. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying abolish your sort of, like, you know, very high artsy production value miniseries. They yeah. have their place, but just, God, bring back TV. People are so much more inclined to care about characters that they see, like, you know, once a week for most of the year every year then like i forget about shit in between yeah well like it's and, deeply frustrating honestly it really is and i i really hate when you are about to start a new series or something like oh the first season came out i'm gonna wa- you know watch it and then you open it up and it's like six episodes and you're like why yeah, like, like yeah, that what australian is the point comedy, that australian comedy that i brought up a few times fisk it's six half-hour episodes per season. And for what? It's not like it's, you know, high production value. No. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't... I just... I don't get it, man. Maybe because they know... Well, I mean, they could still release it a week at a time. I was gonna say, they probably know we'd burn through it quickly. No. I mean, we've had this discussion before. I think people miss the week-to-week releases. There are some places that are still doing that, though. Which, like, great. Yeah. No, um, I want- I want TV to come back. Yeah. I- I do miss that. Can we make that happen this year, please? Well, that's why, like, I've largely abandoned, like, the- the broadcast networks, but I will watch Law & Order SVU as long as they keep making it, because I've been watching that for, like, 20-something years. I love it. It started in 1999. It's about as old as you are, actually. Crazy. Yeah. But other than that, I pretty much just abandoned it. <laughs> yeah, bring back TV, and frankly, I think that the uh, increasing, just like, general kind of awfulness of streaming services in that you are continually paying more for a shittier product is going to bring back cable. Interesting. Like, the fact that yeah. Amazon was just like, by the way, it costs more and there's ads now? No. 
yeah, people will not stand for this. I don't think people will go back to cable, though. I think we're too spoiled by, like, choice, personalization. Or, like, so- I don't know. Something... Something's gotta give, I guess, is my opinion. Yeah. It can't all be everything is on a separate service and you pay, sep- like, for every single thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, streaming services are gonna start bundling. Like, they'll make a deal where it's like, oh, you can subscribe to Apple and Amazon or whatever. And it is eventually just going to bring, like, it's gonna make cable 2.0. Yeah, some there are some packages like that, but they're usually within, like, the same, like, yeah. parent But, yeah, I think more and more streaming services are gonna get introduced, and eventually there's just not gonna be enough, like demand for all the products yeah and so the ones that do better are the ones who can make quality content and not charge an insane amount of money yeah so that's you know i'm sliding in there with a late 2024 onward prediction that streaming services are going to start forming these conglomerates that is eventually going to create you know your basic cable package (laughs) 2.0 i mean not cable in the sense that there's not Cable, but yeah, there's not physical cable, but, but like it, it's yeah. but like TV packages, I guess you might say. Yeah, like, you're you are we are going to see the return of like cable, but on the internet, where you just get a basic streaming package where it's like, oh, it has like Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, or fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, which is hard to do. I guess we would need a um, like a cable company to emerge that would negotiate with all these different companies. But I think Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll take a little bit of time, which is why it's my 2024 onwards prediction, yeah. but I think we're definitely going to start to see it. Yeah. And honestly, in my opinion, it can't come soon enough because I'm so tired of every of like and it's that every streaming service has its popular show. So, like, if you want to, if you're just, like, a TV person, or if you just like all of these shows, you have to have so many different things going at once. It's infuriating. Yeah. You know how many are? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. I have, like, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and Apple TV, and, of course, I watch a lot of Crunchyroll, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus. No, fuck that. That one. There's another one I have. Oh, I think I currently have AMC Plus by accident. Fuck that. Too much. I'm definitely missing one. It needs so. to end. Yeah. Yeah, because there are so many shows that I keep up with. Do you know Blockbuster is no longer going to sell CDs and DVDs? <gasps> oh, dare. Or no, not Blockbuster. Jesus, Bridget. Best Buy. Sorry, they both start with oh, B and so they great. both... They both start with B, and they both have, like, a black, or, uh, like, black, blue, and yellow logo in very, like, industrial font. Yeah. But yeah, Best Buy's gonna stop selling CDs and DVDs, and I can, like, I'll put a link in the description. I can cite my sources, but, like, why why are we going so backwards? But they'll keep selling Blu-ray? No. They are no longer selling physical media. Okay. Huh. What? find that surprising what about vinyl because they sell vinyl i have no idea how the average best buy stays in business anyway because like if you go to a best buy an hdmi cable is like 35 dollars when you can get one for nine dollars on the internet yeah you gotta know which things to buy there to be honest um i have a ton of stuff from best buy that's where i get most of my electronics so i mean like yeah if you're buying a new tv that's probably the move because you need to actually like see it yeah but like any sort of accessory what oh yeah never buy cables and stuff like no that never 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 no never yeah ridiculous like... i hate watching the death of physical media i really do this is my message to everybody hoard physical media and frankly again i'm gonna turn this into piracy corner because of the fact that like service streaming services like disney continue doing the thing where they'll like sneak in and edit like their movies and like on the one hand gonna give them half a point partial credit for the recognition that like ooh, 
some of these things are old and they don't read well anymore. So like half a point, partial credit there. But one, don't just pretend it never happened, that it never existed, like acknowledge it. And two, if my subscription to your service or if my purchase of digital content does not equate ownership, then there is no such thing as piracy. Thank you. Hoard physical media. It's it's sort of interesting because at the same time as like a lot of these things are being phased out to an extent, like vinyl is like more popular than it has been in decades. Which like good, it should be. Like one of my nieces, I can't remember which one, so I can't remember which age they mm -hmm. are. Um I want to say it was maybe the nine-year-old, but asked for a record player for Christmas. Hell yeah. Rock on. But, yeah. Of course, they watch every single movie just, like, through streaming and whatnot. They don't really have DVDs and, and things like that. And, like, that's the thing. But, I know, like, things are cyclical, and the things that are actually good are the things that do come back. Because, like, you don't see fucking 8-tracks coming back, and I don't think they will. So, like, yeah. you know, sort of the best of the best cycles in and out. And that's fine, but again hoard physical media because if yeah. you are just paying to store it on a cloud service they can take it from you at any time and somebody made a fantastic twitter thread about this that i will try and unearth where they were talking about how it's a very sort of specific like i've never like a person who has never liked anything remotely fringe who's always like oh well everything's on streaming services like it's fine i don't have to worry about any of my favorites ever getting taken down meanwhile like what was it like garth Marenghi's dark place or whatever like for the longest time you could only find that on like a shitty youtube rip yeah so like yeah if you only have ever enjoyed like the biggest like blockbuster films and the most popular like you know sitcoms of course you're not like worried about the things that you like you know being scrubbed from whatever service in the name of friggin' tax write-offs. Like, if you've liked, if you've ever liked anything fringe, God, it's frustrating. Hoard it. Hoard physical media. Also, again, there's no such thing as piracy. Not even stuff that's just fringe. Like, I've been trying to find nothing but trouble on streaming for a very long time, and I can't find it anywhere. I check periodically. Like, Wild at Heart is not available to stream anywhere. And it's not, and like, yes, David Lynch is an art house director, but it's not like no one's ever heard of the guy before. Like, even on, like, I was looking it up before we had to watch it for the stream, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe if I, like, you know, it's not something I own, maybe if I have to just pay, like, $3 to rent it this once, that's fine. But you go to Amazon, you search Wild at Heart, and it's like, oh, not available. Yep. Like, you can't find that movie anywhere. No. So it's just like, and again... David Lynch, while being art house, people have certainly heard of the guy. So, like, if, so even then, like, if, if works from people who are decently popular in a sort of underground sense are being, like, shoved aside and, like, made borderline unavailable, then what's happening to anything that's actually, like, super, super independent and, like, not backed by a big studio or by, like, a name that people know? Frustrating times in our media landscape. Yeah, which is wild because when it comes to, like, digital content, it's not like it takes up a lot of space. And that's my I thing. Mean, I am so not anti-digital content. One of my favorite things is that when you purchase a Blu-ray, 99% of the time these days, they just give you a digital copy with it. That's fantastic. I can take my entire film collection wherever I want just on a hard drive if I'm like gonna travel or something it's fantastic but that is not I don't want to trust all of my like favorite like most treasured films to just like the cloud oh yeah but I mean what I what I was about to say was that, like from from their perspective right like that having certain movies like wild and hard or nothing but trouble like takes up such a tiny fraction of their, you know, their bandwidth and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so 
it's weird that they don't offer it when there are physical copies taking up space all over the place. Yeah. You know, it's making things digital is supposed to expand options, I guess. Is the... And it and it doesn't. It has done the opposite. Like, somebody yeah. did the... And I keep... I will cite all my sources for this, if I can dig them up again, because I, like, I stumble upon these things just being on sort of, like, film Twitter, and then they come up in relevant conversation like this, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find that again, but I will try. Somebody did the math, and, like, the variety of selection in like your average random blockbuster in any sort of fucking you know backwater town was like some ridiculous number of times the selection on a streaming on like your average streaming service Hmm. like with a streaming service theoretically like if it's like you know some huge company that can buy you know as many of the most powerful servers as they possibly need, your selection should be infinite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure all the choices they make are just financially based, so... Yeah, I know. Which is bullshit. Yeah. This has been Media and Anti-Capitalism Corner for this week. (laughs) This wasn't even planned. We just got... No, we just got really angry. (laughs) I believe the only talking point was the What We Do in the Shadows something. Well, you know, this is what happens when you get somebody who studies media for a living and somebody who has made it her life's mission to, like, watch as many movies as possible on one Discord call. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll have that. You'll have that indeed. But, um, tangentially related to movies, because this came up Mm -hmm. after we were discussing moonstruck on the stream um what are our thoughts on getting flowers as a present (laughs) yeah i i had it in my notes to bring up because that's like the very beginning of the movie yeah because there's um talking to i can't remember what guy who's a florist the the guy who's in the the funeral home when she's like you know being Uh, the accountant for all these like family businesses And he says, like, oh, the guy who ordered these red roses, like, knew what he was doing or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. super romantic. And she's like, well, that guy spent a bunch of money on stuff that's going to get thrown away anyway. And that c- captures my feelings on flowers. Oh, you don't like it? Well, I mean, first of all, anytime someone gets you something, the gesture is nice, right? Mm-hmm. It is appreciated, no matter what it is. Um, so I appreciate the sentiment behind it, but at the same time, especially with the cost of flowers these days, like for you to kill some flowers, put them in a vase so I can look at them for a few days and then throw them away and you're out like 40, 50 bucks. It doesn't make sense to me. Take that 40 or 50 bucks, buy me a game for my switch. You're so right. However, I am going to push back and say, they're spending money on you even though they know it isn't permanent. You're worth it. Yeah, that... I'm worth more than flowers. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe this is just because no one has ever gotten me flowers. Uh, no, I mean... Like, I would rather... And also, I... Finish your thought. <laughs> I, I would rather, instead of somebody giving me flowers, like... Uh, hey, let's go out for, you know, lunch. You know, just something like that. Point taken. I am, at my core, down to my little, you know, black, blackened heart and soul, um, I am kind of a romantic, even though it's hidden under, like, a layer of studs and spikes and black lipstick and all that shit. (laughs) I don't know. It sounds really nice and cute. So... What would you rather happen? Kyle surprises you by bringing you a bouquet of flowers, or he surprises you by bringing you some freshly steamed bow? I mean, you're right. I want the bow, but, like, if he were to give... I certainly wouldn't complain if I were given... And also, like, I mean, if you're going to a florist, yes, that's expensive, but also, like, you can get flowers for a couple bucks at Trader Joe's if somebody just gave me, like, a little... If I got a couple daisies, that'd be cute. Well, yeah, but you could pick those even. Jeez. 
I don't know. I don't know. I want to be. I want to be. I like being romanced. Yeah, I. I don't know. I guess I'm just too practical a person, and all I see I is money down the drain. Am not. <laughs> <laughs> As evidenced like... by my purchase history for like the entirety of my life. Oh, I mean, I'm not necessarily practical in that way. I mean, again, I have two 3D printers, but <laughs> but just with but like those to me make sense because they're something I'm going to use right and like in multiple contexts of my life. Um, whereas the flowers, again, they're literally something you buy to throw away. No, you're comp- and here's the thing: you're right, but like I want to be romanced. I think there are better ways to be romanced. And maybe there are, but I've also just never gotten flowers, so. (laughs) I have. It's been a while, but I have. Um, So maybe it's just something I would like to check off the bucket list. How about this? Would you prefer, like, an actual store-bought bouquet of flowers, or would it be better if they actually just went out and picked flowers and gave them to you? Oh my god, if they went out, like, that's so much, Right? Because they had to go find them. Yeah listens to this right (laughs) i don't know how consistently (laughs) just you know just saying (laughs) (laughs) so maybe there'll be a report back i don't know um to go picky flowers in the spring (laughs) i don't know it's kind of cold out bestie that's what i said in the spring ah okay cool my headphones (laughs) clipped a little bit there um Yeah, you know what, let's dive right into this, because I stumbled across it on Twitter, and I thought it was funny, and it's probably not gonna let me, not gonna show me the preview in any way that's helpful. Oh, look, all our pictures from Smasher Pass. Oh, hey, what about that? Nope, okay, so I have to open this up. Oh, boy, oh boy. I looked at it earlier, but... I want to revisit some of the- I didn't actually read any of the comments. Yes. I wanted to revisit the poll. Couldn't remember what it was exactly. Okay, here. I'm gonna copy both of these images in here real quick. So, it begins... With, this begins with uh, Twitter user at Holly posting a picture of this incredibly just circular smooth rock with the caption found the world's best rock at the beach today and I gotta agree that is a great fucking rock as a person who often likes to just you know pick up a rock yeah that's a great one something about it is very soothing to look at big fan but then there is a quote tweet of the original post by at jesus J-A-Y-Z-U-S underscore. Perfect stick or perfect rock. Which one are you taking? And the stick, for audio listeners, is just... Think of the most perfect sort of sword-shaped stick that one might pick up as, as a child to be like, you know, a knight or whatever. It's long. It's perfectly straight. It's got two little branches to be like the hilt of the sword it like it's the most perfect stick i have ever seen so the question is perfect stick or perfect rock which one are you taking and i can't see the replies because i am on desktop Um, oh wait let me open it on my phone though continue i was just gonna say rock all day yeah something about mm, because i feel the stick it feels less permanent yeah, I mean, the, the stick is cool, it is a beautiful stick, but... Big fan. The rock, yeah, that's something you can keep, take home, use as make a paperweight. It, yeah, make it a nice paperweight. Like, even just walking around, like, at the beach or wherever, you know, you found it, I'd just be tossing it up and catching yes. it. Yes. too, you know? I know. Because a lot of the people in the, the replies making a case for the stick are like, oh yeah, but you can, like, you know, use it like a sword and play with it. It's like, you can play with a rock, too. I mean, I yeah, wondering. yeah. Seems and like, like I'm, I'm not here to diss the stick. I'm really not. Oh my but god! Did you see the the poll? 
No, I'm trying. It will. It just keeps taking me to the freaking app or freaking mobile. Yes, mm. open in the app, please. Okay, cool. We're good. Uh, wow. Why is everyone answering stick? Yeah. 57% of people. I like the 10% of people who answered some secret third thing. And that's out of 159,000 votes. Yeah, wow. so only 33% chose Brock. Third huh. of people? Really? That is sad. You hate yeah. to see it. It makes me wonder about, like, what are the personality differences between people who choose stick versus rock? Yeah. Because I, I feel like people who choose stick might have more aggression in them. And, and like, here's the thing. Not that I'm not filled with repressed rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because, like, what do you do with the stick? You're typically, like, hitting things with it or swinging mm -hmm. it, right? you got some, like, or at very least some energy to get out. But also, like, um, what if you break the stick? Yeah. I'd be I, so sad. I am neither aggressive, nor do I have an abundance of energy at any given time. So, to me, the idea of swinging a stick around is not really appealing. I do like a good walking stick. This mm, doesn't have the same vibe, though. Well, no, I mean, I don't if you sort of turn it upside down, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah, I don't think this is a good walking a stick. A walking but... stick needs to be more, like, it has to have more Gandalf vibes. Yeah. And that, I think that one's too thin. Yeah, I feel like that would snap. I need something that's more, like, gnarled-looking. Mm -hmm. Again, Gandalf <laughs> vibes. Do you think it's, like, a difference between extroverts and introverts? Maybe. <laughs> really yeah, over I don't know. A rock versus stick I do wonder what the secret third thing is. Maybe the secret third thing is like a seashell. Mm. Or some other fun thing one might pick up in nature. I really... <laughs> so it said rock beats scissors. So. Nice. Mm, yeah. Um... This other thing is not... <laughs> uh, remotely a discussion. It's just something that I want to share because it's hysterical. Um, for whatever fucking reason, Fox News decided it would be a fun idea to have a tarot reader come on and do like a like a I'm I don't know exactly what it is, but like where they pull the cards uh, as like a forecasting like what's 2024 gonna hold for that fucking guy who was the president so a reading yeah and do the first card that this woman pulled live on air was the death card hmm. i just wanted to put that out there that's all i sent yeah. the link to you if you want to take a look at that but there you have it that is, in fact, something that happened. Have you seen the tarot card that Salvador Dali designed? No, I haven't. That sounds fun, though. Of the, like, old man artists, he seems like one of the chillest. Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of his work. Uh, I think they're pretty epic looking. I'm not into tarot and stuff like that, but I kind of want a set just because they're beautiful. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, hmm, let's take one from the document, shall we? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ooh, I need to do some reorganizing here, but that's a problem for me later. Um, for future me. Yeah, that's a problem for future me. And future me's gonna be pissed at the, the current me, but... Oh, here's a fun one that also is from a Reddit post, so that means we have comments we can discuss. <clears throat> Without saying what the category is, what are your top five? Interesting. So you have to pick a category, essentially, for yourself? Yeah. But you don't say what it is, you just say the top five things? Yeah, like this person, uh, Reddit user SW Tadpole, silicone, glass, ABS hard plastic, steel, aluminum. So, building materials? Sure, maybe. <laughs> What? Oh, well, that one's obvious. That one's just fruit. Yeah, this way, like, I keep trying to think of things and they're all super obvious. Unless I do something, like, super esoteric. What in the world? Okay. Diazepam alcohol, ASMR, smoking, giving up and laughing at problems instead. Forms of self-medicating. Okay, yeah. And biscuits. Yeah, some of these are really obvious. Yeah. It's, I think it's hard to find the, that kind of spot between obvious, but also um, completely unfigureoutable. Right. That's why I'm trying to like go through different things in my head, because I could like name my top five favorite communication theorists or something like that. Yeah. But, that's not going to make sense to most people. Top five favorite cats. Toilet paper, ice cream, sweet tea, Windex, zip ties. Mmm. Nope. Yeah, could not tell you. I feel like that's probably one that's like super personal to them. Oh, I'm sh I'm certain. Like, you know, items they keep in a certain drawer, you know. Mmm. 
see, now that you've put that out there, Okay, here's what we got. Uh, bamboo utensils, ibuprofen, wine corkscrew, concert earplugs, and a mirror. Is that like a junk drawer type thing? Nope. Oh, okay. Mm. Sounds like a, like a medicine cabinet. It's my top five things that I keep in my Kunkin bag. Oh, okay. That's that blue bag? Yeah, I pride myself on being the friend that has literally anything you could possibly need at all times. So I got a lot mm. of stuff in there. The mom friend. Yeah, except... I'm probably less responsible. I just have a lot of things. Hmm. Everybody has to be the mom friend a little bit sometimes. I do my best. Should be anyway. Um, you don't actually have to try and come up with anything if you don't want to. I mean, I keep thinking, but everything is, like, super obvious. Hmm. Because, like, if I, if I try to do a list, like, Chainsaw Man, Demon Slayer. Favorite anime. <laughs> Yeah. So, because I looked over and I still have my Agnesca right there. Is that comfortable? He's sleeping, like, just as though he's being poured from the beanbag. Aww. Hi, bud. I see you at breakfast. Hmm? Top favorite nap spots for her. Yeah, there you go. But every single spot is just wherever mom is. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Were you trying to... Were you trying to give me your paw just now? Okay. No, so helpful. She's, like that she's sharing. Oh, I see sweet. So <laughs> sweet. You're blending in with my back pants. That's what voids do. Yeah, it, it still gets me every time when she's in a relatively dark place and it just looks like there's a pair of eyes in there. And I only know she's blinking because her eyes disappear. Like the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Never gets old. And I've had them for four years. I saw a sheet of stickers today where it was black cats, but it was like just a void and you had to sort of like... Like, it just looked like a bunch of eyes on a sheet of black paper, but it was all black cats. And you had to, like, find out the shape of the cat by, like, peeling the sticker off and seeing oh. what came up off of the paper. I mean, she's technically not a complete void. She's got her white patches, but... Close enough. I mean, she has just a few hairs on her chest, but if you can see her little white undies, she's got... <laughs> Pretty substantial. I think it's so funny that she just has panties on, essentially. Yeah. Yep, because they're just between her. It's just between her back paws. <laughs> Girl, why you like that? So that's the thing is that like most people never see it because she's scared of everybody. She's not going to be like showing her belly. Yeah. Although you can see that Oliver has never finished his eyeliner. Yeah. Cats are fun. Cats are so fun. Doing this into my leg. <laughs> he made me late for work this morning because he was cuddling so nicely. Mm -hmm. I sent you a... Uh... Yeah. Yes. Yes, this morning. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> We're doing uh, our best. Where, like, I had all this stuff I was trying to get done, and she was on my bed just doing air biscuits, rolling around, just doing this repeatedly in the air, like, on her back. They're evil. They are evil. They know. He's started, what he started doing now is that he knows that I leave in the mornings, so he started hiding under my bed because I, like, I, sh I shot him out of there in the day because there's things in there that I don't want him, like, getting bored and deciding to mess with. So I shot him out in the middle of the day, or, like, when I leave in the morning. He's started hiding under my bed where I can't reach him mm -hmm. when I get, like, when I'm about to leave in the morning. 
So mm-hmm. I have to, like, I have to either, like, crinkle one of his toys or one of the things I've started doing because I have to brush his teeth because he still has gingivitis because he's a nasty boy. But I got one of those, like, 360-degree, like, silicone bristle cat toothbrushes or whatever, and he's obsessed with the toothpaste because it's, like, I don't know, tuna-flavored or whatever cats like. So what I have to do is I either have to crinkle one of his toys, I have to shake the little container that I keep his toothbrush in, or, and I feel bad about this one and I only do it when nothing else is working because I'm, it's like I'm lying to him, I have to shake the treat container. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the one foolproof way. It will always draw them out. Even when she's like in the basement terrified, she hears the treats, she's skidding, Tokyo oh, yeah. drifting. If I had wood floors in this apartment, oh my god. He would never be able to speed, because he would just be... No, the lack of traction would be insane, because he'll, like, you've been in my kitchen, there is a minimal cover of, like, laminate that looks like hardwood, and even then, even just coming around, like, the one tiny corner where, like, into the kitchen where the fridge is, if he hears the treat can or like container shaking tokyo drift well it's a pretty hard right you know it's a yeah but like if i had like a long hallway again i don't think he could get up the speed he would need to get because i think he would be trying so hard to run that his paws would just be sliding you know and he would sort of like burning rubber you know i could definitely see that he is a very He's, like, not scared. He's just easily startled. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't actually fear anything. He's just jumpy. He's excitable. Yes! He's very excitable. <laughs> doesn't take much. Mm-mm. No, it does not. Sometimes it takes nothing. He just goes tearing through the house and smashes his whole face into the window for... For reasons, reasons. unknown? Cat reasons. I wish I understood this boy. I really do. I I don't. <laughs> no, you think it would... Actually, yeah, I think understanding him would make me stupider. Yeah. Like, yeah, signif- I, I... by a significant margin. Yeah. Ain't that just the way. But, uh, seeing as we've been going for a little while, and our weekly worsenings lately have tended to be kind of rambly, I think that's gonna... Yeah. I think we'll do that now. Yeah, I just want to mention... I, was, I wasn't proposing a name change. I was proposing a supplement to help explain the worsening. Yes. And calling this fatigue, fatiguing, wow. Um, fixating with friends. Yeah, it's essentially hyperfixation corner. I really wanted alliteration, because, and I was like, hyperfixating doesn't work, let's just go with fixating. Yeah. I was real proud, I thought, for a very long time. I mean, I dig it. It's not super clever, but I was proud that I came up with something. Um, yeah. Would you like to go first, or shall I? I actually didn't think about it in advance this week, I usually do, that's strange of me. Hmm. Go ahead. Um, the video game gremlin in me has awakened. Something about, like, playing a bunch of games in rapid succession while slightly inebriated during the New Year's Eve stream, like, unlocked, like, tore down a wall in my brain, and now the only, like, I just, I have games, games, I want to play games at all hours, I want to do, I want to be at my computer doing gamer girl things. I'm probably going to continue that playthrough of Metro that I started. Because I love that game and I haven't played it in forever. You went through like six games or something? Yes, I did. I was very indecisive. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was sitting here not being able to tear my eyes away from the model I was trying to design. I mean, I'd say we crushed it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just... Just fixating on different things. I suppose that's just... Yeah. 
description of the podcast. Pretty much. But yeah, the video game gremlin in me has has awakened from its slumber mm. and is screaming for constant just constant stimulation essentially mm -hmm. I get that feeling which is oh, just so great as a person who like already kind of doesn't have time yeah I think that's the problem when you're a person who fixates because yep. then like you, you don't have time for the thing that you're fixating on so mm -hmm. that just takes away from all the things that you're like supposed to be doing like sleeping at least for me <laughs> sleeping yeah yeah it's not great no. oh and also maybe this is just me like actually actually being worse like not in a fun way i've <laughs> i have to take melatonin again <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's something lately where I've just been like, and it's not even that I'm like up thinking about something horrible. I just have too many thoughts. Mm. Yeah. Hey, you should try that self-medicating list that somebody made. I'm already such an ASMR girly. I love that shit. I don't care that people think it's like cringe or creepy or whatever. Like... Current having to take melatonin notwithstanding, that shit knocks me out. Yeah. Love it. That is, like, an integral part of my nightly routine, and I am not remotely ashamed to admit it. Sure. As long- everybody has their things, and as long as they're not hurting anybody or otherwise doing damage. And I'll- you know, frankly, I'll even offer some detail. I love ones where it's like, so I'm doing your makeup, and I'm gonna tell you that you look so great, and you're so pretty, and brushy, brushy. It's fantastic. Love it. Makes me feel good. I don't know if it counts as you being worse, but you did ask me to make a t-shirt today. I was gonna leave that for you because I gave you an excuse to play with your cricket. Oh. But yes, I did ask her to make me a t-shirt. <laughs> the first of probably many. Of course, I immediately was like... Don't mind if I do. Yeah, I know. That's how I knew you were excited, because you, like, responded to a text message in a timely manner. Well, you, you caught me at a good time, because I was making mac and cheese for lunch, and it, it was just watching the noodles cook. And I was bored. <laughs> Glad to be of service. So I, I stopped responding when my noodles were done. Fair. Yeah, you asked me to make a t-shirt that says Baby's First Mosh Pit. And, Which is uh, how I hope to not get trampled when I do actually enter a pit. Because mm -hmm. on my bucket list for this year, very high, two of the highest things on my bucket list. Enter a mosh pit crowd surf. Mm. Mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. be cool. I want to be scary. <sighs> but you wanted it to look like blood, which I'm in cricket design space, like I, looking through the fonts and you can search like by keyword and I looked up blood and I'm like, this is, this is feeling silly. It happens. And I started playing around with, with different words like, you know, horror and stuff like that. So yeah, any Yes, and I have to look at the potential options. Oh, yeah, and he just poured know. himself out of the beanbag. And we're just napping on the floor. Didn't even move. Wow. Mm. He's just, like, stretched and then just sort of, like, bloop, onto the ground. And that's... He's fine with it, apparently. Yep. He's got... Oh, you bizarre little man. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so basically any excuse to play with my cricket. We can also, like, toss in some, like, goth imagery. Just, like, a couple little bit, like a little skull or something, you know? Stop giving me ideas. <laughs> well, it's if the you last thing them, I need. You can also look through all the different images and stuff they have. Which, again, I have a subscription, so I have access to all of them. Well, that might be a way that I waste some time before bed tonight. <laughs> 
it is like there's something very addictive about looking through all the fonts in particular because there's more than a thousand fonts on there shit dog yeah and so like every time i'm making a new thing i'm like what kind of keyword do i want to search by you know like what's the what's the vibe of this thing hmm. i tried putting in like spooky <laughs> hell yeah i love it you get real mixed results um I guess my, my official worsening is more just 3D printer brain rot. How is that going? Oh, well, actually, I the table I ordered for my new printer just arrived at like 6.15, and I got it mostly assembled before we started at 7. Okay, slay. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's sitting right here very much in the way. I got all the debris out of the background, but I didn't have time to finish it. Nice. So I'm excited to, to see... Hopefully the table is dirty enough and all that, and figure out how I'm gonna arrange things. Um, so that that's pretty exciting. But I think even more than that is that I've been trying to teach myself CAD. Godspeed. <laughs> I say, like, teach myself in a in a way that is probably doing things wrong, right? Like incorrectly, but I basically just downloaded Fusion 360 and just went to town um and i thought like so this is oh i love for me like there's my missing wrench hold on for the full effect here i designed my little tool holder for Stop. my printer tools um okay but like that's adorable yeah and it's got perfect size holes like for the allen wrenches and all the other parts you know like yeah i love um, it the other problem was um i i made, made it magnetic and these magnets are not nearly as strong as I thought they were, mm. but <laughs> so it's not really working out that way. But that is technically the third iteration of it. The first couple didn't quite turn out, but so proud. Then I then I set to work on the sign for our table. Oh for... shit! Wow, you did that fast. Um, I haven't printed all the parts yet. I just printed the shortest word. <laughs> just as a tester cool i mean that yeah. sure does look like a word yes um and i had to design like supports that are gonna like hold it up at the right angle and everything that's so I fun i love it so i hope it turns out the way it's supposed to but i thought it was pretty fun oh my god slay i'm sure it will yeah so it's you know it might not seem like it's that difficult but it actually it took me a while to figure out like how do i make designs like how do i make these little supports between the the letters and the words that oh like, i'm sure it, it is because i want them to like mold to the letters but i figured it out we so, love to see it fingers crossed it turns out technically this is the second printing of this word the first one i didn't think it was big enough hmm so well i'm very excited to see how this evolves yeah it's like the little sneak preview of it I think it'll look cool. Exciting times all around. And also speaking of, I guess, sort of con things, I guess this is just another, again, hyperfixation corner tidbit. Uh, just, I, I continue with the with the cosplay shit. Hmm. Yeah. I finally finished sanding my shoulder plate for oh. Vessel, and I started painting it today. And it's it's looking real good. Not to toot my own horn, but it's looking pretty good. Standing three prints is lame. I don't like it. Yeah, you should wear a respirator for that. Takes a while. I know, but I sand things all the time. I fix my, my hog nose. Oh. Got Wait, is that, like, is that Harley size? No, it's... Uh... No, it's too big. I mean, it's semi-close to his length, but it's too thick. He's what a runt. Simple. Yeah, he's got to be full-grown, too, because he's, like, three and a half. Right? Probably full-grown. I don't know. Perhaps yeah, he's just I, like that. Yeah, I, I spent a huge amount of my time playing with the 3D printer and the CAD program and... Um, for the most part, aside from this word and that snake, I have only been printing accessories for my 3D printer. 
I use the stones to destroy the stones. Like different little modifications. Like I printed a new spool holder that mounts on the top, all these like little cable clips. I mean, hey, if it makes stones. your life easier. Yeah. Um, but I was like really fixating on it because the day I got it last Thursday, so six days ago, mm-hmm. I was up until 6 a.m. playing with it. And Jesus that, Christ. Yeah. That's like when we used to like not be able to physically be in the same location and we would just stay up until 5 a.m. drinking on Zoom. Yeah, the problem is I'm, I am a natural night owl, but it is not the number one though. struggle in my life is that I am wired to be a night person. Like, I'm always the most productive at night. No, like and like, what is it? I don't know. And then I struggle in the morning and... Yeah, no, like, my alarm goes off and I'm like, what if I just passed away? Yeah. Instead. Like, that's, like, my alarm goes off and that feels like a viable option. I will do anything in the morning for, like, five more minutes of sleep. It's horrible. And, like, I know that, like, I'm making my problems worse by, like, hitting snooze and doing that stuff. But, like, my alarm goes off and I would rather cease to exist. Yeah. Yeah. It is my ultimate struggle. If anyone has any tips, please help. I am accepting them all. Because I have tried things. I tried putting the alarm clock on the other side of the room so I have to, like, get up and turn it off. I have multiple alarms. I have them set on my phone, and I have a physical, like, alarm clock with, like, bells that's loud as shit. Nothing helps. <laughs> Even, like, waking up in the summer when there's actual, like, you know, it's getting brighter outside. That helps. Even that only helps the tiniest bit. I have Help a- me. An alarm clock that simulates the sunrise, so it wakes you up, like, very gradually and gently, and so it's, like, kind of like you're being woken up by the sun on a weekend morning, you know, which is nice, and it plays, like, really gentle-type sounds to, like, very gradually wake you, which I think is important, because alarms can be jarring, and that makes it harder. Yeah. Because it feels like I'm waking up more naturally, but also it has a feature called power wake, that you can set for a certain amount of time after your alarm so that if you haven't gotten up by then, it goes off. And I will do anything in this world to avoid hearing that sound. And here's the thing. I I hate... Of the earth. I hate the sound of my, like, really loud-ass, like, analog alarm clock. Like, if I wake up and I see that, and, like, it's, like, a couple minutes before my alarm is supposed to go off, like, it just happens that way... Like, I will do anything to not hear it, but even then, sometimes that's not enough. I should, you should hear my power wake. It's, um, what's the closest sound I can describe it as? Sort of like an old-timey phone ringing, but very shrill. Okay. And and then it just flashes bright lights the whole time. You're gonna need you. to, you're gonna need to, uh, send me the link to this, uh, this object. Maybe this will finally be what helps me. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. Cause I okay, noted. But I love that thing. Plus, it has a sunset feature to kind of, like, gently lull you to sleep. And it can play, like, waves and, you know, like that sort of stuff. Okay. But, yeah, it's, I think, that very gradual, gentle with the light. In the oh, my, there's well. nothing worse than when the alarm, like, pulls me out of a dream. Yeah. Like... I would yeah. rather walk into the ocean. Occasionally, the light wakes me up before the alarm even goes off. Like, the light will be just bright enough where I'm like, oh, what's going on? Oh, my alarm's going off in five minutes. Yeah, maybe just... this maybe this will be the thing that finally fixes me. Probably not, but it, it could be. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan. <laughs> five stars. All right. Okay. Well, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week. We'll see you then. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. 
Follow us on Twitter at brkelly98 and at andsarahsaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider subscribing to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening!